0: Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The The Pro Wrestling Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, The Man Who Trained, Carl Anderson, Anderson, The the Monster Abyss, Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Harrison, Jillian Jillian Hall. Plus, 45 other short stories including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. you know everything about world-class championship wrestling and Lance Von Erick? Doesn't sound like wrestling to me find out what brother lance was created for it wasn't mike read why chris adams escaped authorities in another country find out how they hid the severity of Kerry's leg injury and all that too lance by chance wrestling is a boner buy your book today
1: at wrestleville.com you're listening to the wrestleville podcast where wrestling lives this is the reinforcer andrew anderson and if you don't listen to this podcast i just might come to your house and punch your mama in the mouth
0: Bill Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is Andrew Anderson, professional wrestler of almost 30 years. How you doing?
1: I'm good, Vin. How are you, man? It's a pleasure to be back. Yes, it's a pleasure to be talking to you as well. I always enjoy talking to you, man. Hey, man, you're a good dude, and uh, I love being on your show, and you got, a, you got some really interesting reads out there, I understand. I, I do. Matter of fact, I have one coming out. And I got an interesting
0: character in here. His name is The Reinforcer. I kind of know that guy.
1: I see him every time I look in the mirror. (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, me and you did that story about a year ago. And I'm working on my second compilation of books. You are in this book along with several other people. uh, Congo Kong, uh, Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Scott Casey, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, PJ Black, many others. And mm-hmm. you are on the back cover, so uh, pretty, au- pretty awesome stuff.
1: Like some of my some some of my exes would say, I'm always bringing up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you doing, man? You, you've been in wrestling
0: a long time, been making yeah. a living on wrestling for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, making. Uh, you know, I'm one of those guys who, you know, I, I've been a career, mostly a career indie guy. I worked for all the major companies at one point in some capacity or another, you know, from dark matches on to uh, to full-time. And uh, the one thing is I I've, I've made a, a promise to myself that if I, I couldn't make a living from pro wrestling, I'll make a living because of pro wrestling. And the wor- reason why I use the word because of pro wrestling, because pro wrestling opened up a lot of doors for me in the acting industry and the entertainment community. And uh, I, I've become, you know, sort of – a, a I guess you you can call it you know I've become jaded as far as wrestling goes in some time some some capacity in recent years you know I mean it has a lot to do with 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 the the business changing you know and uh, psychology being thrown out the window and and uh, you know look everything changes for a reason and, and I understand these these current wrestlers are better athletes than than my generation ever was and my hat's off to that but there's always something missing and i guess i'm becoming that old guy get off my lawn you know (laughs) i'm becoming that old guy yelling get off my lawn you know but you know it's it's become a different product and i just i just like to adapt and fit into it as much as i can at this point of the game you know i still love the game i still love doing it i love being part of it and uh you know right now you know just trying to stay relevant is what my uh my current mission is i'm sure you've wrestled
0: all over all over the, all world, over the right? world all over the world and uh where 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 are some of the places that wrestling's taken you some places that you never thought you'd go
1: japan hawaii the uk germany uh brazil can't think of it um upcoming going to costa rica we're planning on going to cuba we were supposed to be in Cuba this week actually coming up but the tour got canceled due to geopolitical climate and the poverty extreme poverty that's going on in Cuba i was running the show and i had to pull the plug on it it's pulled not pulled indefinitely but it's pulled uh, in the near future because of the you know the dangers of it but i I've, I've been around the world a lot i've been to four five continents with Kevin Sullivan alone which was pretty damn cool. You know, he always had me in tow to uh, Singapore and to uh, Asia and everywhere. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's been really cool. It's been a fun ride, you know, and, uh, you know, I've, I've managed to meet a lot of my idols growing up uh, from both the music industry and the wrestling industry and work with a lot of, every, a bit of everybody in, uh, in all that. And the two different genres as well as the acting genre too, so which is pretty cool.
0: Well, you you just brought up Kevin Sullivan. What what kind of influence has Kevin been on your career? And, you know, he is he is someone who is who I would say is very successful in professional wrestling, has a very good mind for professional wrestling. What has he
1: taught you? Kevin's taught me basically uh, a lot of how to book. He taught me how to book. He taught me how to uh, run angles angles of what kevin is, is most famous for the uh his angles and his storylines i mean he's helped me with so much of that i uh, doing the uh behind the scenes work uh in professional wrestling which i really haven't gotten a chance to do much of because i prefer to be in the ring actually hands on wrestling you know but he's actually he's taken making making it a mission to prep me for uh for running you know behind the scenes which is basically sort of what i'm doing right now i'm in the forefront in florida championship wrestling from florida um i'm the current florida heavyweight champion uh kevin and jeff weaver made me that champion and uh ricky santana is in the front office and uh fidel sierra the cuban assassin and they're still out there working and into some capacity and uh we're trying to get championship wrestling from florida back up off the ground i had a few uh it had a few bumps and speed bumps along the way and uh, a couple of flat tires here and there, but it looks like everything is on a roll uh, financially and uh, um, and uh, everything looks like it's going to be taken off pretty soon. So it's going to be really good. It's going to be a good run.
0: Florida definitely has a great tradition,
1: right? Yeah. Great. Well, this is this is based in tradition. This is uh, um, all the rights and, uh, and legalities from the championship wrestling Florida years with Gordon Soli that was owned by the, uh, by the grams it's now in the hands of Jeff Weaver. And uh, you know, he's going to be pushing that product to the moon and he got some investors and some financial stability now, as far as championship wrestling in Florida goes, we have a great team composed of, uh, of uh, Jeff Weaver himself. Uh, but the team that's working with him uh, for him, uh, Kevin Sullivan Hal Jeffrey, uh Ricky Santana, Cuban Assassin Fidel Sierra, and the list goes on and on. Uh, uh, help from guys like Vince Lewis and other people, you know, that are working together. And Ron Galetti from uh, Born to Ride Magazine. Ron Galetti's a great guy. He's been part of the original Championship Wrestling from Florida, and he's a very well-to-do guy as far as marketing and business and television. And uh, we're really, really going to try to put things together, and 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 you know, hopefully, uh, bring back some of the greatness because you can never bring back that that original grape you can never reunite the Beatles again. You know what I'm saying? And and championship wrestling for Florida was, was pro wrestling's version to me of the Beatles. They were just great. They was it was, it was, it was a product that was outstanding. That was innovating, groundbreaking, avant-garde and disturbing at the same time, you know? So, you know, um, so it just, it was, it it hit all those um, aspects of the business, you know? so and hopefully right now we're just trying to recruit uh legendary referee james beard for his influence you know even though he didn't work in florida we 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 still always always i always i always uh, appreciate everything that james did he's a very good friend and uh and a mentor of mine and uh we hope he'll be on board pretty soon
0: yeah good definitely a good person to bring in to be on the team you know you know i wanted to uh mention something or or you and i i I know are, are close in age so I discovered uh, Florida Championship Wrestling through the magazines. Uh, is that how you
1: discovered it too? No, I, I lived in the New York area. I lived in New Jersey and and right at the New York tri-state area. And we would have on on Friday nights at at eleven at eleven eleven a.m. Uh, around eleven p.m. We would have um, uh, championship wrestling from Florida come on the UHF channels and. You'd you'd get it there on this or on the Spanish speaking channels also at midnight. So I would watch the same episode twice. I'd watch it once on the UHF and once on on one of the Spanish speaking channels. And uh, uh, I I got it was in from 1980 to ni- or 1981 to 1983. I used to watch it religiously, and it was just a great product to watch. And it introduced me to a lot of people that I already knew, like Blackjack Mulligan and Ron Bass. Barry Windham and and Kevin Von Erich and uh, the funks that I already saw, you know, in the magazines, but also some of them, like Blackjack Mulligan, Big John Studd. I saw them all on WWE TV working against Bob Backlund. And uh, they were always a great part of, uh, of, of championship wrestling from Florida, so that was some of the stuff. And of course, everybody knew Dusty Rhodes. I I watched Dusty as when he was, you know, working with superstar Billy Graham. That was probably my first match I've ever seen in my life. Was Madison Square Garden was well the first card I ever saw. But the one thing that stood out was when when Dusty hung Billy Graham with the bull rope. That to me, that was just incredible. That was yeah. that was that was disturbing and 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 awesome at the same time because I was were, always were you the, there in the crowd? yeah I was there for that yeah. Yeah, wow
0: that that had to be something else
1: because I I remember I was a little that. I was a little kid I was what what, what was that? I wasn't even ten years old when that was going on I was right. mesmerized because Billy Graham was larger than life Dusty was total like his interviews his promos were exactly what you think it was he was just amazing and 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 so was Billy and to see the two of them working against each other you know I always wondered what wanted to see them team up you know when I was a kid I thought they were two of my favorites you know. So, I mean, I, I, I love Bob Backlund now as a human being, as a friend and and appreciate him as a technical worker. But when I was a kid, I found him boring. I found him totally boring. I couldn't understand how he was champion. You know, I couldn't know how they, I didn't know how they let that go. But as much as I love Bobby, I love him, appreciate him. And, and, you know, as a, as a friend and, but I always, I always told him, I said, man, you were a boring champion, you know, but Mr. Backlund on the other hand was great. Mr. Backlund was great. I'll be at conventions. He's jumping on tables, screaming and everything like that. And, uh, so from what I understand, uh, uh, you know, prayers to Bob right now. He's not – somebody said he's not doing too good. I heard a rumor. So if that's the truth, if that's the case, I hope he's doing well. But
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I enjoyed seeing him, and I remember,
1: you know uh... – Bob, Bob Backman was actually in Florida Championship Wrestling from Florida also, both before he became WWE champion, and, and, and I saw that through the magazines. And then when he was WWE champion, I remember him wrestling against, like, Mike Graham and it in a scientific match, you know, we called it mm-hmm. back then scientific wrestlers, you know, we didn't call them, we didn't know heels or baby heels or baby faces back then. You just heard right. scientific wrestlers and, 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 and rule breakers, you know, that's all we knew from the magazines, you know? So, well, you know, we
0: were talking about championship wrestling from Florida and, and, and you were talking about, I liked what you said, you know, you can't get the Beatles back together. What was, what was it so special about that error? You know, because, um, I followed world class and I and I would follow uh championship wrestling from Florida through the magazines and I just I never could get it on television, but I mean
1: I couldn't wait to to read about it. World class in Florida had one thing in common and and it was called variety. It was called a variety. They, they were there were no no cookie cutters. You know what I'm saying? Everybody did not look the same. You had Kendo Nagasaki in Florida. Then you had Kendo Nagasaki. He would come back to world class. They exchanged a lot of the same talent, which was great, you know, which was amazing. Brody would go back and forth. The von Ericks would go back and forth, especially David Von Erich and uh, so which was pretty cool. Um, the Funks and uh, you know, it was great watching, watching all that all the different variety you'd have King Kong Bundy. And then all of a sudden you'd have a one man gang who was also in Florida and was also world-class you'd have Jake, the snake, you know, who was in both, you know, I mean, you had, you had everybody, it was a different variety. Nobody looked the same. Now you look, everybody looks like, 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 like a Chippendale dancer. Every guy is ripped shredded. You know, that's why I like that guy. Uh, um, that's why I always loved Tyrus, Brotus Clay, Ty- big Tyrus. I always loved him. And that's why I have congratulations to him. I ran into him in the airport um, I'm president for for a number of years, and uh, I ran into, into New Orleans Airport, Louis Armstrong Airport, uh, just this past Saturday morning. And uh, um, I forgot to congratulate him on being the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And I think there's nobody better and nobody more deserving to carry it than him. Best big man in the business of all time, right now. I think he is. He's just great. And uh, you know, not to say there are another big, great big man. There's a um, Wrecking Ball Ligursky phenomenal, and you know, uh, just a lot of really big guys. Wes Fetty is a great, another big man, you know, but uh, but I got to say, you know, uh, it's just, it was variety. It was variety. You had all different kinds of, uh, you know, shapes, sizes, styles, and capabilities and abilities and agilities, and the list goes on, you know, man. I mean, it was nice. just really, a really cool. So Florida and Texas, world-class in particular, ran parallel to each other in, in my book. You know, they were like, like, two peas in the same pod, very, very, you know, very, very different. I mean, world class, you know, had, had, and, and had the Von Erichs, uh, Florida had the Grams and Dusty, you know, and it was just, it was a great thing, you know, the Mulligans, Blackjack, Barry Windham, Kendall, oh. you know, that's what I call the Mulligans, but, you know, right. Rotunda, Mike Rotunda too. And it was, it was just a time. I mean, I mean, Angelo Mosca in Florida uh, was, was a great heel. And uh and a and also babyface. I mean, Angelo Mosca was phenomenal. Um, and a lot of the guys from from Florida, because of the working relationship that Eddie Graham had with, with um with Vince Sr. would wind up in the WWE. So I would see a lot of them come in and out, you know, especially on the Madison Square Garden closed circuit shows that were broadcast. You know, I'd see a lot of those, a lot of guys on the undercard from Florida. You know, I'd see uh Scott McGee, I'd see uh um Brian Blair uh, crap I could the list could go on and on I'm just thinking offhand but I would see all these guys on on uh, WWE shows mm.
0: Hey Andrew when when was the moment when you knew that you were going to be a pro
1: wrestler Well when when I walked out of a bar I was bouncing and I was walking out of the bar with a, with a six foot seven maybe six foot eight giant bear of a man on my shoulders in a fireman carry hold. And in walks Jeff Miller, the Metal Maniac, follow who, I had, who I, I've seen earlier in, at a convention by John Arizzi. And behind him was his mentor, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. And I saw the guy, and I just saw Jimmy, and I dropped the guy right on his freaking head outside the door, ran in, proceeded to do shots, get inebriated with Jimmy. Um, and uh, Jimmy goes, brother, I want to talk to you. And I said, well, "Okay, what are we going to talk about?" He goes, "He goes. I want you to become a, a wrestler. You ever think of it?" And I uh, one thing went to another, and next thing you know, Jeff Miller, is in his own voice, goes, "Brother, I'm going to bring you somewhere, and I'm going to make you somebody." And the two of them brought me to uh, East Coast Pro Wrestling, and 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 it was history from there on in. And you know, I did some a little bit of training up at Kowalski's place uh, for a bit. They brought me there a few times when I was on the road with them because I was actually I was I, I started off. Uh, driving Jimmy and Jeff around to shows, and uh, they took some talking to. You know, they had to talk me into it. I didn't think I was, I was going to be. You know, I didn't. I didn't know. I was on the fence, kind of. You know, I was still a rock star mentality. You know, what I'm saying that's why I was bouncing at metal clubs and working with metal bands and playing. Some, you know, trying to trying to get a band together that, that was worth its salt to get a recording contract. You know, and you know, singing in a metal group was fun and. It was a good time. It was it was a great time. But but I think wrestling was always gonna be my calling card. I mean when you look back at it, I was always a big fan of it. You know, it was either wrestler, rock star, or superhero, you know. But but right. you know, I'd get arrested, run around vigilanting in, in spandex, you know, and uh, you know, so this is the only way I could really run around spandex. <laughs> so <laughs> what I like
0: about you is that you have found this formula that works for you. Yeah. I mean, and, and you might not be on television on Monday night or Friday night, but golly, dude, I mean, you know, you you, you figured out how to support yourself in pro wrestling. You are following your dream, and that...
1: that, that I is- have a lot of detractors because of that. I have a lot of detractors They say I'm a hack, They say, uh, you know, people, you know, you're always going to get haters in the business, and it's sad you know i mean i mean i try to help i've never tried to hinder or, or hurt anybody and there are people out there that just you know do not like me for some reason and don't that that those people that don't like that you love me or you hate me and i think a lot of some of these people just a few of them not a lot of them but there are a few of them out there that really really shit on you and i noticed that And I, it I, I guess i'm doing something right but you know what it's just the fact that you don't I didn't even mess with anybody, you know, and I'm getting a lot of bad flack on stuff, you know, like oh, he says he was the star of the wrestler. I know who. I'm not going to mention any names, but sure, I took that angle and ran with it. I made it a life life angle, you know. I was in it for 35, 40 seconds, whatever, and then another 35, 40 seconds with a bunch of cameos clips threw me in, and I took that ball and ran. You know, Darren Aronofsky gave me the rights to 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 to, uh, to use the pictures for for Fox Searchlight. Uh, to sell his promos. so i had everything right there i like, they got me grandfathered into the to the screen actors guild because I had lines in the in the in in the um in the in the movie and you know it was an, you know it is i mean you got a guy like tommy swade who uh who was in the movie a lot more had a bigger role than me you know i mean he's and he's just an amazing athlete and everything i love tommy swade i mean i think he should get more 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 due for that movie than he does he's just the guy is just great i always liked him you know he went from being a power lifter to being shredded and he's still working occasionally on the indies in pennsylvania but it's another guy who never gets enough credit where credit is due you know
0: yeah hey talk to us a little bit about your working relationship and your friendship with ace freely it's uh you you do some work with him uh how that all come about and very interesting guy everybody knows uh one of the original members of KISS.
1: Yep, yep. Ace and I, we know each other for almost 31 years, uh, back to when I was an investment banker. I was working as an investment banker. I was working on the weekends in bars, bouncing, trying to get my own band together and do things like that. And I met Ace, and I wound up working with him on a few shows and kind of lost contact with him. And then wound up working with Peter Chris, and, you know, lost contact with him. And then Ace and I hooked up again. And then re- and then we lost touch again, and then we would it go back and forth, you know. And finally, a few years ago, uh, uh, we 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 reconnected, and we stayed in touch, and you know. And then, uh, you know, I, I, during COVID, I helped him build his his um his studio. I did a lot of the work uh, building a studio with a friend Jeff Fernandez and a friend of mine Timmy. We uh we worked with Ace. Ace does a lot of hands-on work. Um, he's not afraid to get his fingers dirty, and he's a uh, he's just a jack of all trades man and a master of, of most I'm telling you the guy knows how to do everything He he you know I did a lot of the sheetrock work a lot of the, the framing and stuff and um you know a lot of the, the stuff with him and he taught me a lot how to do him and 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 Jeff taught me how to do a lot of stuff that I never did before I never did carpentry I never did did did, did uh, drywall and stuff like that and but I did all that and it was pretty cool because I'm working with ace and he's helping he's doing it and you know, he did a lot of the electrical work, the wiring. He's and he just made the studio the most incredible, incredible spectacle. I mean, it's it's a space field, and you know, it's it looks like it's a, a interplanetary, interstellar adventure in the studio, in the drum room, and you know, and he has a stage. He's got this massive, 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 you know, uh, basement, and uh, it's just it's really, really awesome. And but the friendship, the friendship's been there. So his eventually his bodyguard, personal bodyguard. Jimmy Crowley uh, broke his back, had some back issues and had surgery. And And him and his manager, John, asked me to, uh, the tour manager, asked me if I wanted to uh, to go with them on tour for a few dates. And I said, sure, you know, why not? And I did it and I want to do it now and having fun with it and everything. And, you know, I mean, Ace is just great to be around. He's fun. He's, he's, guy's been sober for 15 years. He's tremendous. He's a great guy. Uh, one of my best friends on the planet. And, uh John astronomy uh his manager is also one of my best friends on the planet you know and uh you know ace is happy he's got a great 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 relationship with his uh his fiance Lara and the, the, who happens to be a a friend of mine from childhood and we never even knew it you know which is pretty funny so you know so it's like it's become full circle. You know, I mean, you know, I grew up watching Kiss and everything like that. You know, I I was always a massive Kiss fan, a Black Sabbath fan, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, The Who, Cheap Trick and all that stuff, Alice Cooper. And to be on tour with Ace and Alice Cooper was pretty cool. And, you know, and uh, you know, I met, I just, it's been, I've been blessed, you know, I've been blessed and, and, you know, have some really, really great friends and, you know, And uh, you you meet your idols and sometimes they fall short of their expectations. But, you know, somebody like Ace, I mean, man, my whole 30 years, 31 years that I've known him, he's always been nothing but generous and great and and a good friend and always there when I need him, you know, and, uh, you know, and it's likewise, you know, I'm always there when he, if he needs me, he'll call me up, say, hey, Poppy, come on up. I got to, I got, we're going to put the boat out, go fishing. I'm there in freaking 2 3 hours or if I can make it, I can make it. We're out on Lake Hopatcong going fishing. You know? So, you know, it's good times. It's it's he's family, their family, the the wrestlers are my family, you know, you, you you can't pick your your family members, your blood relatives, but you can't pick your friends and in 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 the case of of the wrestling business and the music industry and the acting business, friends become family really quick cuz you're with them a lot more than you are with your own family. So,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and it's neat to be able to, uh, you know, if you have some of the same interests and you're able to, uh, do some of these things that you enjoy doing together, it's yeah, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I love doing podcasts like this too. I love, I love telling my story on podcasts and, you know, it's, it's always fun. well, hey, are
0: you on social media? Do you have yeah. any – any
1: do you interact
0: yeah. with fans? Do you
1: do that yeah. too? I'm on Facebook. You can look up Andrew the Reinforcer Anderson on Facebook. Reinforcer Andrew Anderson. Um, Andrew Anderson, that's my personal page. Um, Drew the Wrestler on on uh, Twitter. And I think Andrew the Reinforcer on Instagram. Um, and uh, anybody needs me, they can always reach out to me at Andrew Anderson Wrestling so and uh that's just just way to, to get get a hold of me that's the ways to do it and uh they can always uh, email you too if they need me <laughs> yeah you i know have, how to get in touch to, with you you have you the you have the direct bat line over there the that the the, the bat phone
0: yeah hey uh, th- this time I was about to knock on your front door
1: i oh, know uh, you know what me and you've been having a hit and miss thing over there the one time my phone flubbed on me and, and i'm in the verizon store and you're calling me up and i'm trying to get on zoom and, I, and the other time I got. My, all my apps were gone, my Zoom app didn't go through, and nothing would go. I was the camera wasn't working at one time, it's just like it was, it was crazy. I, I, I got the iPhone 14 Plus now, I, iPhone 14 Pro, and 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 uh, it's really good, you know. Oh, so. you are big time, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, but it's a good camera, it takes some really good pictures, so you know.
0: Hey, I I can see you in wrestling for a long, long, long time, right? With in, in any any aspect of the business, but how
1: how what do you see yourself in the ring? You know, how long do you see yourself wrestling? I don't know. As long as I like my, as long as I look good in my underwear, you know, that's the way I look at it. That's you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to run around in a t-shirt. You know, what I'm saying I don't want to be one of those guys that gets in the ring with a t-shirt and. You know, and a pair of sweatpants and, and wrestling boots that don't look right to me. You know, wrestlers got to look like wrestlers, and these days that still look pretty damn good. So, yeah, you still post... you still pumping? Yeah, yeah. I, had to, I I I've been really on tour with Ace a lot last week, so I had a week off from the gym. So I've been doing a lot of uh, getting a lot of weeks off, unfortunately, because of the road trips and stuff. You know, but I've been hitting the gyms and doing push-ups as much as I can and and uh, and stuff, and you know, but and hitting local gyms, which are do a hotel gyms which are really you know just machines universal machines which don't really have the same effect but today i'm going to be back in the gym blasting it out tomorrow back blasting it out and then i'm on the road again and on tuesday and wednesday and uh come back thursday and then um friday saturday back on the road again so it's it's tough you know it's well friday i'll be back in the gym blasting out weights and then you know, it's, it's, you know, it is. I heal my body got a chance to heal up. Plus, I got a lot of stem cells put in in the past year. So the stems healed up my shoulder. They healed up my wrist. They healed up my back, my neck, and wow. my uh, quad. So I feel, I'm feeling really good. I'm, I'm knock on wood. Don't want to jinx myself, but I'm feeling good. You know, That's I look good. the best. I look the best I have in, in, in close to 15 years. So 17 years, 18 years. So I'm in good shape. I feel good. I just got a clean bill of health from the doctor. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's the most important thing, you know. So I want to yeah. be around for my kiddies. So my two daughters, hope and hope, Charlotte and Olivia Ann, twenty-seven and seventeen. So, you know, wow. you know, my girls are my girls of my life. You know, I wish I could see them a lot. I wish I could see my oldest a lot more. She's always on the run. But, you know, she's 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 of that age, you know, she's a young woman. She's successful. And my little one is getting gonna get ready for college in a year and, and so it's it's crazy. Crazy yeah. how time flies, you know. Absolutely, no, I so wrestling, know. Wrestling and family, you know. I mean, it's it's hard on the family. It's hard on wives and girlfriends and 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 and, and, and mothers and fathers and 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 people i see a lot of guys guys break up with their girlfriends a lot of people break up with their wives and have difficult relationships because wrestling isn't easy you know you're not home a lot you know you got to find a formula that works and once you find one that works hopefully that they'll work with you that's the way you got to look at it you know what i'm saying so you know it's a difficult business you know you know i know a lot of young guys don't get to see their mom and dad they live with their mom and dad they don't get to see their mother or father always on a phone mom and dad checking up to see how they're doing, you know, cause that's hard on parents too. You know, my kid was a wrestler. I would advise against being a wrestler. You know, I don't, I wouldn't want my kid to go in the same business that I'm in, you know I mean? It's, it's, it's like anything else. It's entertainment industry. You're away, you're on the road. And it's not conducive to family life, you know, sometimes. So, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You got to find that formula that works, you know? Well, so. you found it. Well, hopefully, you know, hopefully everything keeps working. You know, know the good thing is I wake up with a heart on and I piss every morning. So that's I'm happy, you know.
0: (laughs) Hey, man, I want to thank you for everything that you've done for pro wrestling. You've really you you are one of the guys that may not get the recognition that you you deserve. But boy, let me tell you something. You are definitely uh, a pillar in this industry for sure.
1: I appreciate that, my friend. And uh, thank you for guys like you who, you know, the journalists and the, the the writers and the guys who just know your shit. That's what I like to say. You know your shit, buddy. And uh, if it was for people like you, there would be no people like me, you know, because you, you 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 you're one of the people who helped keep me relevant. So and I appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. All right, Ben, I'm going to hit. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pick up my daughter from school right now. It's freezing out here in New Jersey. I was in New Orleans. Worked with Gulf Gulf State Wrestling. Had some great shows this weekend and uh, good times, man. I posted some pictures up on Facebook. Check them out.
0: Thank you very much, man. We'll be talking to you soon. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Spirit Brown, Ricky Morton, Wardell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville. Russellville. It's It's where where wrestling wrestling lives. lives.